Sound the trumpets. It's horse racing time. Saddle up for action with DK Horse, an official DraftKings affiliate. Right now, new customers who download the DK Horse app can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $250. Just deposit $25 or more and complete the playthrough requirement. Wager on your favorite horses, then watch the races live right in the app. Download the DK Horse app now. New customers get a 100% deposit bonus up to $250 when they opt in with code RTFP. Only on the DK Horse app. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler. 18 plus 21 plus in certain states to open or access an account and a resident of a state where DK Horse is available. Eligible restrictions apply. Voidware prohibited. One per new customer. Match calculated on first deposit up to a maximum of $250. Deposit requires two-time playthrough of settled wagers within 168 hours. Bonus released in $25 increments. Deposit and eligibility restrictions apply. See terms at dkhorse.com. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Finish Strong Friday, a Picks Friday edition of the mighty RTFP presented by DraftKings. We love DraftKings. We also love winners. I want winners. I want people that want to win. People like Mike DiPolo. Look, I don't ask for much. I like quote tweets. I like quote tweets because it enables us to retweet them, and people see your awesome comments about the shows. Mike DiPolo listens to the instructions. Mike DiPolo quote tweeted the Fantasy Feast podcast with Joe Dolan and said the best 30 minutes ever. Mike, it was that easy, buddy. You are the spread the word winner via social media, either at Ross Tucker NFL or at Ross Tucker Pod. Go ahead and email me, Mike, ross at rostucker.com, and just let me know if you'd rather have one of these awesome press passes I've gotten, if you'd rather have a signed picture, a signed football card, whatever it is, you've got a collector's item that nobody else where you live, none of your buddies has, because it's different, unique, and cool, and all because of a quote tweet. Thank you, Mike, and thank you to Nick Smith. We're giving out another Madden. I have eight of them, I believe. I got to check again. I have eight. This is Madden winner number three, and it is Nick Smith. Nick took advantage of the code FEAST20 at manscaped.com. Nick put the PicksWise app on his phone and took a screenshot and shared it with me. And Nick became a patron, patreon.com slash rtmedia. Nick did three things. You go the extra mile, you get the Madden. Congratulations, Nick. Let me know if it's PS4 or Xbox, and please let me know your address. That's a critical component. I still have five more. You still have a golden opportunity to get a Madden. PicksWise app plus coupon usage plus using a code at one of the sponsors. You get a great shot, dudes. YouTube shout out Chris Roby. What does that mean again? All you have to do is make a comment on any of our YouTube videos, youtube.com 
slash Ross Tucker NFL. I see all the comments that come through. You make a comment. I see a new comment, a new person. You have a great chance to get a cameo-style shout-out. When I'll do like a 30-second to a minute video saying whatever you want me to say, shouting out your wife, your brother, your fantasy football team, your enemy, I, I don't even care. Just let me know. It's the same thing I do for cameo for people all the time. Loving it. Today's patron shout-out, this is a new one. Angela and Ava. I guess they went on it together. I don't know. But that's their username. Angela and Ava. Patreon.com slash RT Media. We have never gotten this many patrons before. It is awesome. And it is Big Show time. The Big Show. Morning, Ross. Well, let's talk about Thursday night football before we get into the picks for the rest of the week. Panthers, easy win over the Texans, 24-9. Not so easy, though. They lost Christian McCaffrey. What's the latest there? And J.C. Horn, a top 10 pick at cornerback. The Carolina Panthers might have won the battle last night, Bri, but lost the war. You know, those are two of their most impactful players. J.C. Horn's a top 10 pick who had gotten off to a very fast start as a corner. He has a broken foot, uh, multiple bones. Dr. Chow, our guy, former Chargers team doctor, believes he has to have surgery and will be done for the year. That's a brutal loss for the Panthers. And McCaffrey, he got ruled out on the hamstring right away. And that doesn't sound great. Now, hamstring injury, you would imagine he'll be back this year, but it could be a while. And they are a different team, a different offense without him. I mean, they are completely designed to run everything through him, the run game, the pass game. He's excellent in pass pro. He is a true foundational back, as Greg Cosell would say. So this is a big loss. I mean, early on, I thought Darnold was in rhythm, ran for a touchdown on a brilliantly designed play by Joe Brady. I loved it. And McCaffrey was a machine. I mean, they just kept feeding him. He was awesome. And then on the second or maybe no third drive, he hurt his hamstring, and they really bogged down after that. In fact, right, they got stuffed at the at, on at like the five-yard line on fourth and one. I actually thought that was a bad decision to go for it. I am genuinely pretty aggressive. But if you're up 7 nothing, I'm a big-time believer that you got to kick the field goal there and go up two scores. You got to go up. When you have a chance to go up two scores, you got to do it. I would have kicked the field goal on fourth and one without McCaffrey to go up 10 nothing. Anyway, they got stuffed. Credit to the Texans. The Texans had a... Very conservative game plan. And honestly, watching Davis Mills play, I would say too conservative of a game plan. He looked pretty good, I thought. I thought he threw the ball pretty well. I think the problem is they didn't know if their offensive line could hold up throwing the football, and they couldn't. I was disappointed in the Texans' offensive line protecting a rookie quarterback making his first start. All they did the whole first half was run the ball. And then finally, they do a two-minute drill. Mills looked awesome. I mean, he has a quick release. He was accurate. He was getting the ball down the field to Brandon Cooks, 
throws a touchdown pass to Anthony Miller. And if they hadn't missed the extra point, it would have been 7-7, all tied at halftime. The other thing that stood out to me in the first half, other than um, everything else I told you, Sam Darnold had two fumbles. Actually, the second fumble might have been in the second half, but his pocket awareness, like when the pocket is closing in on him, he doesn't take care of the ball. He doesn't protect the ball. Like His pocket awareness is not good, and it's going to cost them a game or two this year. He got fortunate. Uh, but he heated up in the second half, man. He is a much better player than he was with the New York Jets. You know, I don't know how much is personnel around him, how much is scheme, and how much is just confidence. Greg and I talked about this yesterday a little bit, but he hit DJ Moore a lot, uh, which was terrific. And that's how they were able to get a couple more touchdowns in the second half. Meanwhile, for Houston, Mills was just under duress the entire time as Reddick and Burns especially were getting after him. Cooks had a big night for the Texans, but that was really uh, about it ultimately for the Texans. And it looks like it'll be Davis Mills for a while. I think he has an opportunity to show enough that maybe they don't draft a guy with a top five pick next year, but he's going to have to play a little bit better than he did. It's just crazy to watch the Texans play and they are paying Deshaun Watson over $10 million and he's not playing. It's almost as crazy, Bri, as the people that don't get Duralast Elite brake pads available exclusively at AutoZone. Look, we all know Duralast parts are proven tough. In fact, they last three times longer than a typical Duralast pad, which already is like the longest lasting pads on the market, which is amazing. So if you are a lot of stop and go traffic and gosh, driving up to West Point yesterday took me almost five hours, all kinds of stop and go traffic. It's the type of traffic where you need the Duralast elite brake pads, safer, smoother, quieter stops. And since AutoZone has over 6,000 locations nationwide, and more ways to shop online and in-store, you'll have no problem picking up a set we need the most. The future of stopping starts with Duralast Elite Brake Pads, only at AutoZone. Want to know which team is going to win every single game on Sunday? Then listen up. Let's start with the Indianapolis Colts at the Tennessee Titans. Man, they really, I tweeted this the other day, Brian, might have been yesterday, at Ross Tucker NFL. The Colts really don't like Jacob Eason. I mean, if you remember, they started to give Sam Ellinger, you know, first reps with the starters, their first round, their, their sixth round pick rookie, instead of Eason, who they took in the fourth round last year. Now, they've been giving Brett Hunley, who was on the practice squad, yes, that Brett Hunley, most of the reps with the starters this week. And it's sounding dubious whether or not Wentz can play. Chow seems to think he will. Other reports seem to think he won't. At any rate, it is looks like it's Brett Hunley if Wentz can't play. 
And that's not good. Um, I will be taking the Tennessee Titans in this game. You know, they kind of got their their Derrick Henry mojo a little bit um, last week against Seattle. And so give me the Titans to win the game. And this looks like it could be a lost season for the Colts already. I mean, they could fall to 0-3, 2 at home, 1 in the division. It, it could almost become to the point where it's too much of a hole for the Colts to come out of. I'm going to say that the Titans win 27-20. And I'm not even sure the Colts scored that many points with either Hunley or a hobbled Wentz. The Atlanta Falcons and the New York Giants. Man, this was one of the best quotes that Fezzik has had in a while. We put it on social media, at Ross Tucker Pod. But he was talking about why he wanted the Falcons and the points. And those of you that listen or watch that show already know it. But he said, the Giants are a proven crappy team, while the Falcons are a likely crappy team. Wow. Um, I think I'm going to take the Falcons. Honestly, it's a toss-up game. I would usually go with the home team here. The Giants got extra rest. By the way, I read a report that Nick Gates, their young offensive lineman, is still in a D.C. area hospital. That does not sound good. So um, thinking about you, Nick, and your family, thoughts and prayers to him. Let's hope he's okay because that you're still in the hospital 10 days, nine days after you have the injury, that that is not normal. So I hope Nick is okay. Both teams absolutely have to win this game. It's a toss-up. I'm going with the Falcons because I liked what they showed against the Bucs. I like what they showed against the Bucs. And the Giants, like Daniel Jones played his best game ever, maybe, and they still lost. So, I don't know, man. 28-27 Falcons. Underdog, bro. Ross's Underdog of the Week. Chargers and Chiefs. Awesome football game. Very excited about it. The Chiefs do not lose two games in a row. It's kind of crazy that I feel pretty good about both these teams, and yet they both come into this game off of a loss. But Chiefs are playing at home. Chiefs are not going to have Edwards Hilaire fumble late in the game like that. It's probably going to be pretty high scoring. You know, the defense has not been great for the Chiefs. I picture it like 31-28 Kansas City. Mahomes makes the play he needs to make late because he usually does. Cincinnati Bengals, Pittsburgh Steelers. I'll go with the Steelers. You know, the Bengals' offensive line is just still in a really bad way. And you don't want to be going up against the Steelers like that. And I know T.J. Watt has a groin injury, but – you still have Cam Hayward. You still have Stephon Tuitt. You still have Melvin Ingram. That's not good for Joey B, Joey Burrow, and the boys. I believe Roethlisberger will play. They just want to make it known to everybody that he's got this 
pec injury that he's fighting through because that's what Roethlisberger always does. But I think they'll win the game. Uh, the, the betting line has come down quite a bit, almost enough that they, that they make you think Roethlisberger won't play. Or maybe they just don't think Roethlisberger can play that well anymore. But I think he'll play well enough for them to beat the Bengals. I'll go 20 to 17 Steelers. Lower scoring game here just because, you know, the Bengals offensive line and Big Ben and really the Steelers offensive line too for that matter. All right, next it's the Bears and the Browns. Justin Fields officially starting, officially making his NFL debut. Uh, we still don't know about Odell Beckham Jr. It'll be entertaining. It'll be interesting, right? I mean, we know that much. We know it'll be entertaining and interesting to see what the Bears are able to get done with Justin Fields. I don't think they're going to get enough done to beat the Cleveland Browns. Not in Cleveland. Bears defense, probably other than Roquan Smith and Akeem Hicks, has been a little disappointing. I I kind of like the Browns to win this one. Browns, I'm going to say, um, I'll go 24-17 Cleveland. Although the unknown with Justin Fields, Bry, and his playmaking ability, I am not locking up the Browns. I am not feeling good enough to lock up the Browns because I never know with Fields. Baltimore Ravens at the Detroit Lions. You know, the Ravens are one that I will recommend locking up, but careful, careful. You know, I do think they'll win the game, but this is absolutely a letdown spot for them after Sunday night, finally getting the Chiefs monkey off their back, primetime game, big win, dramatic, emotional, all those things. But the Lions had to play on Monday night, too. So I think this is a higher-scoring game. Ravens' defense has been a little bit disappointing. I kind of like Jared Goff and the Lions' offense, but I don't expect the Lions to be able to stop the Ravens' running game. And that's the thing about the Ravens is the running game should kind of always be there in some way, shape, or form. Let's go 31-24 Ravens, and let's let the doggies out. No, 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 no. Let's lock them up. Your survivor slash knockout slash whatever you call it, pick of the week. It's the New Orleans Saints at the New England Patriots. So I'm going to go with the Patriots because I'll tell you why. The Patriots have been consistent through two games. The Patriots have been solid. They look like a pretty good team. The Saints, I don't know what to expect. Awesome one week, horrendous the next week. So I don't know how I'm supposed to sit here and pick the Saints to win the game. Maybe they'll be awesome again this week. Maybe it's a bounce back week. But I'd rather go with that Patriots defense. And I'd rather go with steady Eddie Mac Jones and the New England Patriots to get it done. I don't think it's a particularly high-scoring game. I think it's 23-20, Mack and the boys. Next game, it's the Arizona Cardinals at the Jaguars. 
So, you know, the Jaguars are going to play better at some point, you have to think. And the Cardinals should have lost to the Vikings. I mean, they miss a 35-yard field goal. Stuff like that drives me nuts. But at any rate, I, I'll pick the Cardinals to win the game. It is another survivor slash lockup situation potentially for you. So we'll throw that out there. But I do think the Cardinals are beatable and the Jaguars were better last week than they were week one. And I think they'll be better this week. I think it ends up being probably 30 to 20. 30 to 20, the Cardinals win by 10. Jags show a little bit more and you can lock the cards up. Your survivor slash knockout slash whatever you call it, pick of the week. The Washington football team at the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills and anybody that watches or listens to the Even Money podcast knows I really need the Bills to win by at least two points. That line, by the way, is now down to minus seven. So that means people like Washington in this matchup. And I guess I get that. Um, Heineke's done some really positive things. So I understand that. But the Bills looked awfully good on the road in Miami. I still don't think Josh Allen's playing his best football. But the line looked good. The running backs looked good. And... The DNs, the D-line for the Bills has been getting after it, and that's exactly what they'll do to Heineke and company. Give me the Bills 27-20. The New York Jets at the Denver Broncos. Well, I like the Broncos to win the game. Broncos have one of the easiest schedules to start the year we've ever seen. And this is the other one you want to lock up. I mean, this is this is your best survivor pick of the week, your best knockout pick, whatever it is. You want the Broncos playing at home, playing well, playing a bad Jets team. I've mentioned it this week a couple of times, Jets defense better than people think. And I don't think Zach Wilson is going to throw four picks again. But I don't think the Jets are going on the road to Denver and beating them. I think the Broncos win 23-13, Bry. Somewhere in that range. Lock them up. Your survivor slash knockout slash whatever you call it, pick of the week. Are we also locking up the Miami Dolphins at the Raiders? No, we are not. That was a silly question. Two is not playing. I meant the other way around. Lock up the Raiders. Oh, 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 oh. Um, no, we're not. But um, listen, Brissett is a professional quarterback. Brissett will put forth a decent performance for the Dolphins, but not good enough that I think he's going to go to Vegas and beat a Raiders team that's playing very well right now. I don't think there will be a ton of points in this game. I do have a lot of respect for the Dolphins' defense. So I'll say Raiders 
24-20. Pretty close game, pretty good game. But ultimately, if we're going to have, you know, a one-score game late, I'm going to go Derek Carr over Jacoby Brissett. Seattle Seahawks are at the Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings. You know what? I'm taking the Vikings. I'm taking the Vikings. They they should have won definitely last week. Arguably the week against the Bengals, they should have won. They're playing at home. Their first home game, by the way, with the loud crowd because they were on the road the first two weeks. Seattle is on the road. I'm going to pick Kirk Cousins and the guys to get it done. Uh, and maybe this is a bad pick, but I feel like the Vikings are due for a win. And I did not like the way the Seahawks finished that last game in the second half against the Titans. Let's go Vikings. Let's go a decent amount of points. Um, similar to their Cardinals game. I'll say 31-30. Awesome game. High scoring game. This time the Vikings kicker actually makes it. 31-30 Vikings. Doggies, Bry. Ross's underdog of the week. Tampa Bay Bucks, Los Angeles Rams. Game of the week. Should be incredible. I could go either way. You know what? I kind of have this gut feeling that the Rams will win. It feels like one that the Rams win this one, Bry, but the Bucks win the one in the playoffs when it really matters. That's what I think. I think it's a close game. I didn't like some of the things I saw from the Bucks against the Falcons on defense. JPP doesn't look like he's going to play. I'm going to go with the Rams to win a close game. Because I think Brady and the Bucks will beat them in January in the playoffs when it really matters. Let's go 31-28 Rams get the win. I guess they're underdogs, so we can let the doggies out again. Ross's underdog of the week. Sunday Night Football, Green Bay Packers, San Francisco 49ers. This is a true toss-up game to me. Uh, Could go either way. 49ers, we know, are a little bit beat up, especially at running back. Packers look much better offensively, but still having some issues defensively. I think this is a high-scoring game, and... Ultimately, I, the, the, the unit I feel the worst about, least amount of confidence in, is the Packers' defense. So I'm going to say the Niners win, and I'm going to say it's like 27-24. Niners win a close game. Could really go either way. Rodgers could even easily make a play, and they win. But I'll go 27-24. Not, uh, Niners get the win. And finally, Monday Night Football, the Philadelphia Eagles and the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, so I kind of like the Eagles. I know they lost Brandon Brooks, 
I know they lost Brandon Graham, but they got the better of the 49ers for much of the action last Sunday. I don't think Zach Ertz will play. That's a lot that the Eagles are missing, but the Cowboys still don't have Gallup or Lyle Collins or Demarcus Lawrence. Micah Parsons isn't going to surprise anybody this week, and he's not going to beat Mylotta and Lane Johnson the way he beat Storm Norton. So I don't know how the Cowboys will get pressure on Hurts. And Eagles defense has played very well so far. I think this is a lower scoring game than the Vegas betting line. I'm surprised by that. I'm surprised I didn't take the under now that I look at it closer again on the Even Money podcast because I really like the under. I think this is 23-20. Birds, let the doggies out, Bri. Ross's Underdog of the Week. Man, that is four times, I believe, that I let the doggies out on today's show. I don't, I can't remember the last time we did that, Bri. Four underdogs that I like to win their games straight up. Wow. Epic for you guys to be able to know that and use that information. A lot of shout outs uh, at the end of every show, as always. Pizza Boy Brewing, Sport of Culture, Vision Comics with an X, HumanHeadNYC.com. SteakhouseSports.com. I've got five more Maddens, and I can't wait to give them to you. You know what to do. I love those of you that have me do Cameo videos. Just go to Cameo.com, and if you want to have Ross do a video supporting your team, against your team, against your buddy, whatever, I love doing that. Tomorrow, Saturday at noon, Miami, Ohio at Army on CBS Sports Network. If you want to see your boy in a suit and tie, and if you want to learn some football, learn some football, have some laughs, maybe just have all this background noise while you're cleaning up the house or doing work. I don't know. But you can see your boy. I always love when you guys take a picture of it and share it with me on social media. It means a lot. Other than that, I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. A lot of times on the show, I mentioned DraftKings. Here's what you need to know. You got to be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. By the way, if what I was talking about included a deposit bonus, doesn't always, sometimes it does. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough, and deposit bonuses are paid out in site credit.